Welcome to the Seahawks Man to Man podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the Tweet Machine. You can follow me at Mike Dugar. That is M-I-K-E-D-U-G-A-R. And there's a blue check next to my name. Shout out to Twitter, Instagram. Stop hating. Uh, Chris, talk to him. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Christopher Kidd. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at C K I D D two zero six and that's C Kid two zero six. I don't know why Instagram won't verify me. They hate. They hate. I know it's a privilege problem because you know we're still waiting on you to get the blue one on Twitter. But yeah, Instagram. They play. They don't. They don't want to put no respect on my name. I don't like it. I don't like it because you know, for you guys that don't know, when you have an Instagram that's verified, uh, if you want to like put an article in your story, people just can swipe up. And do it, but you got to have a business account or be verified. And I have either one. Business account. I think a business account is free, though. Nah, it's a. Uh, no, nah, I looked into it. Oh, okay. You already did your research. It's like a certain okay. amount okay. of followers, or you got to pay. I think. Well, because you not can have like sponsored stuff. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not either. I'm not at that point. That's why I'm with a. If I was independent, then maybe. But I'm with a company. Essentially, I'm signed to a label, to a label, <laughs> to a major label. You got a deal. Uh, yeah. Three no. year. One hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> oh, I wish. I I, I wish. I I wouldn't be so hot about buying a four hundred dollar suit if uh, <laughs> was was doing that on a year. Actually, no, that's three years one fifty. That's actually not bad. Anyway, uh, we, how many days were we away from the mock game that we just had? That was two days ago. Yeah, just two days. Saturday. That was two two days ago. That was fun. That was fun. It wasn't hot real hell, football. Man. Oh my god! Look here, look. Chris, we're both from Seattle. We should not be complaining about nice weather because we seldom get nice weather. It was great. You know? But on the turf, it just bounces right off and it just sits. It don't go nowhere. But it's just <laughs> so uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. We're sitting out there in that heat watching Paxton Lynch and Geno Smith. Because that was part of it. It was like, you know, I like my job. I like being able to watch football. It's great. Whatever. I'm on the other side of the fence with my friends like to remind me of a lot. None of that is fun when you're watching Paxton Lynch and Geno Smith. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. Those two are really bad. Nice dudes. Bad. Bad QBs. They're just so bad. And they and it seemed like Pete just kept trotting them out there, too. Like, here, Paxton. Here, Geno. Here, backup O-line. Here, third string D-line. Go have at it. And after a while, I was like, man, Pete, I'm tired of this. I'm hungry. Why do you do that to us? If things go wrong, though, they have to be prepared. That's the that's that's why Pete is doing it for the most part. He's getting them as many reps as possible because if the worst scenario happens, at least they've got time to play. It's not a shock to them. They're actually prepared for the most part. Granted, they didn't look great, but you got to get them reps somehow. You do. That brings me to the preseason game because that's, that's, that's coming up here pretty soon on Thursday. Uh, Chris, I feel like we have this convo every year. And you know how people tweet something and they be like, "Don't at me," which yeah, is, which is weird because a lot of the times they actually do want to be added. It's you want you it, want it. Yeah, you like asking for the attention and say, "Don't give me attention." It's very weird. Twitter's a weird space, and I don't think we fully understand it yet. We have the conversation about dudes playing in the preseason. I feel like every year, and I am welcoming the ats this time. I would like anyone here. You can tweet me. I guess that's the best way because don't text me because that's that's weird. DM. Uh, regular tweet you can email me if you want my email is michaelshawn at theathletic.com go ahead if you have a valid argument for why any locked in starter should be playing even one snap in a preseason game please please let me know because there's no reason for for the Seahawks starters to play right I think you gotta at least maybe one snap 
One, what's one snap gonna do though? You get a. I don't know what it's gonna do. <laughs> I, I'm not. A, I'm. I'll be honest. I don't know what it will do, and I don't know what it won't do if they don't. That was a. What did that make sense? Yeah, I don't know what it would do if they get a snap. Okay, and I don't know what it won't do if they don't snap the ball. Whew. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. I just think it's. It's a weird situation. You don't want players to get hurt, but they're playing a sport where injuries happen regardless. There's not there's not much you can do. Russ can get hurt first game of the season, and it had nothing to do if he played preseason or not. Is this table in front of us wood? Yes. A knock there on we that go. Knock too. on that. Can't have Russ getting hurt. That's messing I, the money up. It's just one of those situations where... Should Russ if, play? Should Russ play? Yeah, why not? I would say... Because he could get hurt, like you just said. He can, but... He's getting hurt in a game that don't count. There's no other way to say it other than... Do you want your guys to just get some reps in, or you want to wait till week one against live competition against where it really matters against a team that's decent? Do you think Russ would be rusty if he didn't play in the preseason? It's not even about rust. What's the, what's the reps I for? I think it's more so about the other guys on the team. What if your starters are DK? What if it's DK should play? Well, he should play, but what if Russ and him don't have that connection because they didn't play together? That's what practice is for. It's different when you haven't practiced against another team. It's all fun and games when you practice with your friends, and then you go out there and compete with a different team. Things are different. Practice, you guys know each other. You're not going as hard. It's all, ha-ha, I know what you're... It's not the same. And that's why you got at least one series. And if they get hurt, it, See, it's that's, football. It's not worth it, though. It's not worth it, but maybe get rid of preseason. Uh, Yeah, sure. I'm with that. I mean, if you want to get rid of it, that's fine. I'm with but that. But then you just practice and you just have training camp. And if you want to do joint practices, that's an option you can do. I think joint practices are a bad it's idea. It's just as bad as Because that's what just, just that, that speaks to what you were just saying. You can be practicing with dudes who don't care about your well-being. Yeah. You know, the safety on the Chargers ain't going to care about DK's health. He's going to rock DJ or DK, and you know, because he's trying to get this contract or whatever. He's trying to get his reps in. Like, Russ should not play. Because... I get it. Chemistry, whatever. It's That's what practice It's a double-edged sword, Mike. See, I don't even... <laughs> Bobby should not play. KJ should not play. I feel there's more of a... I feel you can get hurt on defense more than you can get hurt on offense. I think it's probably about the, about the same. I think defensively, though, you're out there making plays. You're out there hitting. Russell's not hitting nobody. Russell has to get hit. If the O-line does a great job and he doesn't get touched, you win. Bobby Wagner's going to get touched regardless. He's going to be touching and get touched. He's going to hit and be hit. He's more equipped to hit. He's more equipped. He's more equipped to handle contact. I mean, than more, Russ. He can handle contact all he wants. All it takes is, as you, said, as you just knocked on wood, a freak accident. Whereas it, Russ, he really might not get touched. He yeah. really can, ha- he can have a whole series where he doesn't get touched. But if he does. But if he does. It could get ugly. It could get ugly. Now, that's, here's the other thing about playing Russ, though. What about the O line? If you play the Russ, you have to play the entire O line, which do? I do not think they should do either. They should, because none of those guys are rookies. None of those guys are young. Let's say your starting O line is uh, Dwayne Brown, week one. Let's say your starting week okay. one O line is Dwayne Brown, Mike Ayipati. Uh Was Dwayne's in his like 11th year or something? Hold on. I got the whole got the roster in front of me right DJ here. DJ Fluker. Hold on. Okay. Dwayne Brown is in year 12. DJ Fluker is in year seven. Mike Ayupati is in year 10. Justin Britt is in year six. Who am I missing? Jermaine. Jermaine Defetti is in year four. All of those dudes will be fine without the preseason. All of them. I think they won't have no rest. I think, the, I think they'll I think, be fine. I think it's just bigger than coming off rusty. I think they really want to get a chance to go against someone else. You will. Week one. Yeah, you will. But at the same time, 
if there's preseason. But what is a preseason like? Go against someone for what? For to get adjusted to the game speed? All of it. Everything you can think of. See, those guys should all be adjusted though. They if, should be. But who? Else? What is the other reason? Game speed and what else? Game speed. Chemistry. Chemistry. I just think it's an opportunity to go out there and compete against another team before the real well, game. Yeah, that's off. what it is. You get four games that don't count. I don't think that they should risk. I don't think the risk is there. Like, let's look at the past couple seasons. Like last year, look how bad of a season they had in 2017 because of a preseason injury. Now, granted, there's no guarantee that George Fant would have been good at left tackle that year anyway, but they expected him to be their starting left tackle. He got hurt, tore his ACL, I think in the second or third game of the preseason. They throw Reese Odiambo out there. Reese Odiambo plays poorly. And then they have to they have to trade for Dwayne Brown. They lose draft capital. Or excuse me. They lose draft capital. Just there's a whole set of circumstances. You know? I don't think that stuff is worth risking. And I hear you. And that's why I brought up just getting rid of it in general. Yeah. Just having about eight weeks of camp, four weeks of training camp. It works or, it works in college. Or whatever else you want to add to to it to make it basically up two months of practice that way you can prepare yourself for the first game maybe even start the season at the end of august instead of the first week in september there's ways you can do it but yeah they essentially they don't need four preseason games and then the start of the season that's 22 weeks of football and yeah no it's just when it doesn't count it's just so so 21 bad. excuse me i just i can't like what happens if something happened to Shaq? Like, you can't... Don't put Shaq out there. Don't put Trey out there. Don't put B-Mac out there. That's the other thing, too, is, like, replacement level. You can't replace Dwayne... Br- this team cannot replace Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown goes down. Let me knock on this again. Come on. What are they going to do? Scramble. So when Shaq goes down. Trey, Russ, Bobby, KJ. Who else? Tyler. Tyler shouldn't sniff a preseason game. Leave him at home. Let him play Xbox at the crib. Leave him there. Who else? Chris Carson. Leave them there. Who else? Whole O line. Why don't you say all the starters, there? Mike? Because there are some starters. I think that you're trying to figure out if DK. they are starters. DK, Demo, David Moore, JB, Jerron Brown, uh, Tedrick. I would. Uh, and that's kind of unfair, isn't it? DK, your first round. Well, not your first round. Your your draft pick that you picked high. Who you, DK? Yeah. You don't want him to get hurt. He can get hurt now. What? I. They're carrying ten receivers. They'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> For real, he's not even their starter right now. Their starters are no, Demo, JB, and um, Tyler. It's just one of those things where it's it's unfair for those that don't want to play and they feel... I think everybody wants to play, though. Not preseason. No, I think those guys do want to play because the football players like I'm talking about football. Russell and those guys. I don't think... Russ wants to play. Preseason? Russ wants to do everything. Russ wow. wants to do... He's, he's different, though. He wants to do everything. You think Tyler wants to play preseason yeah. games? Yeah, I think Tyler wants to play. Well, I think the NFL should talk with the NFLPA about getting rid of preseason and just having a longer training camp or do whatever you want and no preseason. You just get right to week one and you – what's the difference? Uh, Yeah. People say rust. Okay, we'll, well find if out. if everyone's rusty, then no one's rusty, if that makes sense. Like if everyone – it's all about the level playing field. You know, I don't think September football is any worse looking than December football. Right, like it all looks either good or bad. If your team stinks the in the first September, five plays, st- might be a little weird, and after that, the game gets into the flow. If that's how you're really but, looking but at think it, think about it: it's both sides of the ball that gotta adjust, yeah. defense and offense. So, I don't think either one has the advantage. I mean, maybe defense because they haven't tackled somebody in a while, but also the offense hasn't been tackled. You know, yeah. so they have to figure out how to handle that. So, yeah, it's stupid. By the second half, you're back to football of 2018. Everything is in sync. Yeah, it's it doesn't, all good for the for the vets. I think the preseason means nothing. 
Now, yeah, th- and then I think uh, another starter on the team, quote unquote, maybe play. I I would probably put Puna out there. I put Puna out there. I put Rasheem Green out there. I put Quentin Jefferson and Cassius. Everyone on the D line. I put the whole D line out there, except for Jay Reed. Maybe, maybe I put him out there anyway because he's got to be suspended six games. I would maybe put Tedrick out there. I, I'm iffy on that one. That one I could hear an argument for either way. I'd probably put Tedrick out there and maybe pull him after a series, maybe. Because I think, think, still think, basically put it this way. Here's my criteria: If you've proven to me that you can handle yourself at the speed of the NFL game over the course of a season, do not play. That's it. So I, Tedrick's iffy, Puna's iffy, and half the roster's iffy for you. No, no, no. No, everyone else hasn't though. Like, I'd I'd leave Rashad out there. Uh, I would leave. Yeah, Tedrick's only iffy one. Puna's iffy. Chris Carson, he's fine. Uh, and then the receivers, the receivers are the only ones that can be a little tricky because I want them to prove themselves. Except you know, Tyler Lockett, because Tyler has proven that. But Demo, you got a rookie in DK who's right on you. You know, JB, you got a rookie in Gary Jennings who's right on you. All the tight ends can play. They're all trying to prove themselves. Nick Nick Vanette's in a contract here. You don't want to say Will Disley, huh? No, we got to see. Will only played four games. So if there's an argument for no one not being adjusted to the speed, it's Will. Will hasn't Will hasn't legitimately played football since September last year. That's <laughs> a long time to okay. then not play football again until September. But like guys like let's say uh, Trey Flowers, he played in January. You know, that's a lot. You know, there's a few months in but in between there, and he played a lot more football. Does someone like Will? So, yeah, all the tight ends can play. Uh, I'd bench all the linebackers that aren't Bobby KJ. Or, yeah, I'd bench Bobby KJ and Michael Kendricks if Mike's not in jail, which is the funniest caveat ever. Uh, other than that, yeah, you play everybody. Play everybody else. Let all the young dudes fight for it. Marquise Blairs and Ugos and, and Ben Burkervins and Cody Bartons, let them scrap it out because they, need, they do need to adjust because that's not about rust. That's about game speed NFL. That's about being ready for the NFL. That's yeah. different. Because if you're a vet, of course you're adjusted to the speed You've of the game. played this. And if you're not, like you said, it'll take you, what, five plays, six plays, seven, first quarter maybe? Maybe the first half. Who knows? Maybe it's... the first half at most. Then you're good. You got it. And if you don't, we'll take you out. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty simple. Yeah. I, I, yeah. If anyone has a good argument for guys like Russ playing, Bobby, KJ, Man, making an argument for Bobby playing in a preseason game is going to be tough. But good luck. Go for it. <laughs> Did I miss any big Tyler? I think that that's mainly it. I is play- Michael Dixon still kicking? Okay, let's get into that. Let's get into that. So before before we uh, me and Chris hopped on the mic today, I asked him to put together five dudes that he'd most he's most looking forward to seeing in the preseason opener against Denver. Right? And Chris hit me back and said, I got nine of them. I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. Roll with nine. So – I don't have a full list. I think I have about like four, but I want to start with who's not on my list, Chris. <laughs> this is very important here. People, when everybody listen, turn a little volume up on your phone, computer, whatever here. You know who is not on my list of people I want to see in the preseason? Number one, Jason Myers. You know why? Never kick. Never kick the damn ball. Now, I'm probably not helping myself here. Nope. Now, Jason did hit a 60-yarder today, which is kind of nice, but don't kick. Because you know what you should do in the preseason if it's fourth down? You go for it. You know why? Because it's the damn preseason, and who cares whether your dude can kick or not? Because also, I think we've learned that 
preseason success is not very predictive in terms of regular season success for kickers. Jason Myers could not miss a kick the whole preseason and then missed his first kick in the regular season, depending on the stadium, the atmosphere. There's so many variables in kicking that. Why waste our time, right? You know, why do that? Number two on my list, Michael Dixon. You know what you should do on fourth down? Go for it. Do not punt. Do not be soft. Do not be weak. Do not be cowardly. Go for it. Even on fourth and 13? Yeah. They don't have a play design where they can get 13 yards? Probably not. Fire the OC. Like, it's very simple. <laughs> if you don't have a player you can get 13 yards that you trust on fourth down, then you're a it don't matter what down it is. Oh, man. They don't have a play. Schottenheimer can't say in Russ. Hey, Russ, run the 0-2 split back, whatever, you know. We need to tell all receivers run to the sticks. They don't have that? They don't got that? I know they have it, but the probability is not in their favor. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> you know you know what guarantees that you won't get the first down? Punting. Kicking. Don't do it. They don't have a backup punter for this, Mike. This is where the problem lies. No, there is no problem. One, you don't need a regular punter. But if you are going to employ one, whatever. That's cool. You damn sure don't need no backup punter. <laughs> you definitely don't need no backup punter. Do not play your special teamers in the preseason or ever. But if you are going to play them in the regular season, that's cool. But you damn sure don't. Michael Dixon going to be rusty week one? No. Who knows, man? No, he's not. <laughs> all he do all day is kick. That's all he do. You've been to practice. What he yeah, do? He just He's booting it. He's walking around, kicking it. He could Just be back here drinking it. a beer if he want. You know? He's not doing that, by the way. I don't want to get get him in trouble or anything. I think that's it. I don't yeah, that's it. Those are my main two. I don't want to see them at all. If what they about, show up, I'm gonna be mad. What about Ott? He just secured the bag. Is he No. Nope. Don't put him out there. Nope. So those three. Those are Your my long three. snapper. What you need him for? Who are you long snapping to? You're not supposed to kick it. <laughs> nope. Don't do it. Don't do oh, it. Oh man. Those three should not even show up. They should all go hang out. All, all, every preseason game, they should go to like Cabo. I'm sorry to say, Cabo. there's gonna be some punts in the in the game, and Dixon's gonna be doing. He's gonna be doing it. That's because the Seahawks are cowardly. I don't think there's one team that's gonna take your philosophy and run with it. Oh, someone's gonna do it. We'll you mean see. this year or just ever? Maybe when we're dead, you might have a point. But this year, no. Someone's gonna do it. Not in the preseason. It's gonna be like Bill Belichick or somebody. Not in the preseason. He's not gonna do that. He's gonna punt the ball. He's no. going to give his ch- defense a chance. I mean, maybe. No, he will. It won't be it's smart. It's about changing the possession anyway. Forget, forget that other stuff. We want to change the possession and pin you guys and stop you. You know what's better than all that? Scoring. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. If you if it's fourth and 20 and you don't got to play that can get you 20 yards, you're a bad offense anyway. You know? Get off the field. Oh, get off man. the field. <laughs> I'm serious. I know you are. That's why I'm laughing. The Seahawks ran a trick play punt. And picked up, what, nine yards in a first down? Backed up into their own end zone? Like, come on, man. There's plays to get first downs without punting. You just got to be creative. These OCs getting lazy. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You don't need to play no... I don't even want to talk about who I want to see. Because that's the most important thing, who I don't want to see. I don't want to <laughs> see Jason Myers. I do not want to see Michael Dixon. I do not want to see Tyler Ott. That's it. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> just had to throw that out there. Wow, that was very inspirational. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Well, here's who I want to see. There's, there's, a, I have nine people, nine players that I'm interested in seeing. I'll start with Jazz Ferguson. Watching the mock game, a lot of his success was, I don't want to say underwhelming, because Trey Flowers had an interception, 
and Trey Flowers or Nico Thorpe blossom in the end zone on that game-winning touchdown. Yes. Yep. 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 But he has the size. He's huge. How big is he? He's like he's six 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 five six five two twenty eight. Wow, that's big as hell. And he lost eight pounds according to Peach Car- Peach Carroll. Pete Carroll coming back to OTAs this year. That's because Pete Carroll called him fat. Yeah, in minicamp. I mean, man, if someone calls you fat, you probably want to get probably want to slim down or punch him in the face. He has an opportunity to really make a name for himself against the Denver Broncos. Let's I don't see. think there's any corners that are pushing six two on that roster. Oh, on Denver's? Oh no. Probably not. If they are, they're probably not very good. And the thing is, I mean, you look back at his time in Texas A&M where he had, what was it, six games of 100 yards? That He can do that in the preseason. He can have great games where he's just dominating. I mean, he has the attribute of a great receiver. Do you think he can make the roster? This, I think he can. Will he make it? It's another question. It, it depends on this pre, these preseason games. You still have DK Metcalf who's coming off an oblique strain. He should be good to go hopefully Thursday. Mm-hmm. But I like I like Jazz's presence out there. He looked out, outside of the miscues. I mean, Geno Smith underthrew him twice, and he still managed to get lucky enough to get a pass interference, which I guess that was a great call. And then Trey Flowers not getting an interception, and then Nico losing him in the end zone for a game-winning touchdown where he flexed on everybody. I don't know how you lose the biggest roster, biggest receiver on the roster. I don't know either, but... The ball was thrown, and he was wide open, and the mock game was over. Touchdown. You you know what sucks about uh, for the some of these receivers? Because I think you have a couple other receivers on this list, too. Is keep in mind that it's going to be Geno and Paxton throwing to him. And that's, that was going to be my next point. Yeah, it's, it's going to be that much harder now because you don't have the number one quarterback throwing to. You have to make best of your opportunity with a backup, and he might not get the ball where you need it or the ball's overthrown. Those things you really can't do anything about, but you can run great routes. You can run block. You can be a positive force on the team. Those are the things you can control. And if they see you doing those things and et cetera and more, you might make the roster just off of that alone. Yeah, that's true too. It's 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 not a for well. Conclusion. No, you're not gonna make the roster on that alone. No, not, not alone. Not, not jazz. Not 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 anyone really. I mean, unless you're DK, he's probably yeah. gonna make the team regardless. DK is drafted, but Gary Jennings maybe could make it off something like that. Yeah, but I just look at him. You know his ability to create contact when he gets off the line of scrimmage. I mean, who wants to push that guy around? Um, nobody probably. <laughs> I'm looking at the Denver Broncos roster. Yeah, and I don't have a lot of big dudes. That's where he. I mean, right now he he should be a red zone target. When they get down there, they should look for opportunities to get him the ball, and that's. One guy that I'm looking forward to. Who you got, Mike? Well, at least they'll be giving up uh, or playing against backup corners and That's stuff. That's nothing. That helps. Against, yeah, they're going to be his backup. Shoot, I mean, if Geno could thread, can tread up any defense, it'd be one that's full of backup corners. Oh, this is a Paxton Lynch revenge game. How did I not remember that? That is cute. Oh, never mind. Number one guy I want to see, Paxton Lynch. Can I switch? <laughs> Do what you want, man. Number one guy I want to see is Paxton Lynch. I want to see Paxton Lynch throw for like 300 yards. That means he's playing the whole game. Yeah, I mean, they should play Russ probably zero, but what they're probably going to do is play him series two? I'd say one series, if that. Yeah. And he then might he, get two snaps. All it, right, you're done, Russ. Yeah, and he might play a series and throw one pass. That's fine. Because, you know. They're going to hand it off. Establish the run. <laughs> and then, yeah, Paxton and Gino the whole rest of the game. Oh, wow, that's going to suck. It could be really good, though. They might <laughs> shred <laughs> They might shred up the Denver's defense. I don't – I'm oh, Seahawks shoot. man-to-man here. I'm not sure how Denver really looks. I did see the – the Hall of Fame game. Uh, I, I oh, cool. did you watch that? A little bit after the second quarter. I, I can't. I can't. 
I don't. I'm not. I'm not working around these guys. I don't know anything about this team. No. All I saw from the Hall of Fame game was that Vic Fangio is that his name? Vic Fangio, their head coach. He said that the quarterbacks sucked, and today I saw that Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton were fighting. Oh, cool. That's what I saw. Fights. I'm all for the fights. That's it. Take your helmets off, guys. That's, that's all. That's all I saw. Well, you said that with a straight face. It could be good. You <laughs> saw the mock game. I don't know what you saw from that. That well, make you think. I don't think. Could be good. Who, whose defense? Well, I guess you haven't seen Denver's second unit, but I think Seahawks' second unit is better than Denver's second and third. Easy. Well, I think when you get into second and third units in the NFL, you're looking at basically an AAF game. Poop soup. Nah, because some of these guys do have talent. They're just not ready. That's like, fair. Like, there was a point when, like, Shaq was a guy playing, you know, those third-quarter snaps in preseason games. He just wasn't ready, you know. There was a time. It was Doug Baldwin, you know, undrafted rookie. Of course he was playing those. Those snaps. Russell Wilson was fighting for a QB job and playing those second- and third-quarter stuff. Like, it it happens, but most of those guys aren't very good. That's that's uh, that's my take there. <laughs> well, I got Jazz. Who you got, man? Paxton Lynch. You're going with Paxton. That's number one overall. Absolute revenge games. Are, did anybody else play for the Broncos on this team? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I'm okay. going with him. I like that. My next one would be. It's gonna have to be DK, right? Who else could it be, Mike? It's got to be DK. Uh, Mike, yeah, that's I what want, everyone wants to see. By the way, I mean, I want to see his speed. I want to see his how physical he is at the line of scrimmage against corners. His ability to catch the ball. Hopefully the Seahawks throw the ball. That's I guess that's another thing. Hopefully Paxton Lynch and Geno Smith get an opportunity to throw the rock. Granted, I know they're going to run a lot, but I do want to see a lot of passes thrown. I want to see at least 20 attempts from Geno and Paxton Lynch, which I know is asking a lot. That's 40 passes. Oh, my God, and yeah. The Have Seahawks, you s- I know. I don't know if I you know this, Chris. The Seahawks like to establish the run. I know. It's preseason, <laughs> man. They might flip a script and do things a little different. No, no. no. We're dealing with old white guys. They're stuck in their ways. <laughs> Actually, no, that's, that's all old people. Let me not put a, uh, a race on that. But, yeah, I want to see him create separation, how he runs his routes in and out of his breaks. And then if I know they're going to run the ball. How's his run blocking? I don't want to see anybody for their run blocking. Well, if he can't preseason. do it, then, my goodness, is he going to be on the field much? I don't know. Um, Probably not. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good one. You have to be able to do it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Now that, now that you mentioned DK, there is someone I'm interested in. It's David Moore. Okay, David Moore. Because he's probably, let me think, are there any other veterans on the team in threat of losing their job? To, well, I'm, calling, I'm calling Demo a rookie. Or I'm calling Demo a vet. He's Duran, he's he's shaking there. He's not. I don't think he'll lose it. But it's. I mean, it, like, if DK and Gary Jennings come out and ball out preseason, Duran's in trouble. It's just so hard for rookie receivers to do that. But yes, you're right. So I would it say is hard. You who, get the backups as you were just saying earlier. You got Demo, JB. Who else is a is a vet and that is it possibly in danger of losing their job to a rookie? That's Mike Ayupati, Phil Haynes. Is the who I'm thinking of? Nick Vanette. No, they don't have any rookie tight ends. Um, Seahawks? What's his? Oh, I guess not a rookie, but I feel you. Who? Uh, from D- Patriots? No, yeah, J- Jacob's not a rookie. No. Jacob was on a Super Bowl team. I was talking about. He said Pedigree. he has his ring. Uh, I asked him if he ever wears it. He was like, "Nah, he can't find a place to wear it to." And I was just like, "Oh man, me and you live different." I'd wear that in the shower. I'd wear that to <laughs> family barbecues. I'd wear that everywhere. He would, I, Why didn't I ask him to show me a picture of it? That was You know how big that thing is? That was really stupid on my part. Oh, how was I going to do that? He didn't have his phone. Got it. That I knew there was a reason I didn't ask. But yeah, he's not a rookie. I mean, I think they have like Justin Johnson, but Justin Johnson just popped his Achilles the other day. 
So Man, he's and they they waived him. So I know NFL is brutal. That was a non-contact injury. Uh, let's see. Just like Justin Curry. Oh, I guess Tedrick maybe would be another guy there too, and because Ugo. Yeah, so, free safety. He could play that. Because Ugo's a guy you want to see too, right? Heck who's yeah. A, who's the other safety? No, you had a safety. Marquise guy. Blair. Oh. Marquise Blair at okay. free safety. I am with you on strong. that. Strong, excuse me. Because when I did my story on Marquise Blair, everyone just said that he was killing people in practice. He used to kill people in games. And I talked to his high school coach, college coaches, uh, his JC coach uh, at some random school in Kansas. So I'm with you on the Marquise one because yeah. I want him. To, I want to see him kill somebody. I, I want. Okay, not literally. Sorry. <laughs> For 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 me with Marquise, a for sure tackler. It's the NFL. Everyone's fast. Everyone has moves. You have to wrap up. I don't mind the big hits, but you gotta be able to prove to your to the team that you can wrap up and you can be relied on to be the last man defense and make that tackle and not try to fly in there and take a guy's head off and you completely miss. We saw that a lot with Tedrick Thompson last year, missing tackles, not wrapping up, trying to deliver big blows. Marquise, yes, we know you can do that, but we also want to make sure you're a for-sure tackler. I know he's excellent in run support. Denver's probably going to run the ball, get in there and make plays, create plays for anybody else. That's what I want to see out of Marquise. And his awareness, coveraging, know how to, knowing where to be in coverages, knowing the defense, being able to communicate with your linebackers, communication. I, that's another thing I want to see. Okay, that's actually a good point. I forgot about Marquise. I do want to see him hit some people because what is he listed at? <laughs> well, he's only listed at nah. He's not. He's, he's two hundred pounds. He's got to be six one one ninety six. Dang, he must be one. He must be one ninety then. That's a small cat, relatively speaking, because neither one of us is one ninety. But yeah, it's a small cat. Small cat playing that position. Yes, you're right. And he's lanky. It's not. It's not as if he's yoked up. No, we've seen him. <laughs> yeah, saw him today. Pretty uh, skinny. Yeah, that's okay. I, okay, there are some guys. The more I think about this, that I'm interested in seeing. Just the problem with that the end of preseason games, it's just such bad football. I remember last year watching that game. Well, see, here's a quarter. Here's Ooh. here's the other thing about why the preseason is so bad is because it's really hard to find five good offensive linemen. So it's damn near impossible to find ten, <laughs> right? fifteen, fifteen, <laughs> right? So of course, once you get to backup O line play. That means you're looking at bad Russian offense. And then if you're looking at, you know, it's hard to find 32 starting quarterbacks, right? So it's hard to find 64 of them. Like, how many good starting QBs are there? 16? 17? 15? Half the league. Half the league go. probably has a, has a like, a reliable, you know, save for, like, whoever has a rookie or a second year or whatever. 16 teams, I would bet. Let me know. Someone count this out. We could probably do it, too, if we like. I think there are probably no more than about 16 teams with a really, like, good, solid, no one would argue he's good quarterback. So you get bad quarterback play, bad O-line play, and then everything else just spirals from there. I feel you on that. It, it's just one of those things that maybe you get rid of the preseason. But that would suck, though, because now rookies and backups, where they're going to get the reps in and practice, and then you put them in a game against another team, that's where it can get shaky because they've only practiced against teammates. They haven't gone against someone that doesn't care about their well-being and wants to just tear their head off. That is the dynamic that you eliminate by just playing with teammates for two and a half Maybe they could do like the NFL, have like summer league. Or excuse me, like the NBA. What do you mean summer league? You're tackling people. How you have a, I mean, is it flag football in the summer league? No, yeah. the NBA has summer league. Who plays in summer league in the NBA? Oh, so you're just saying just have all the rookies, rookies tackle each other in the second year guys, or try to make the team? Yeah, third year guys. Some third year guys play in the uh, summer league in the NBA. 
And maybe they could do that, but so you make it only for those guys. Players still get hurt though, and that would suck. Yeah, I guess Mike's just saying veterans are safe. Rookies, sorry. Yeah, man, it's you're trying to make the team anyway. You want your opportunities. So I think I hear you, but that's just a tough one because then there are veterans that are like, I want to play too. Tyler Lockett, he probably signed up right. Uh, I'm like, no, Tyler. (laughs) You just had you just had the best season of your life. We know you're good at football. We'll wait. It that's it's the market for that. I mean, where games we played, I guess you just play them like you regularly would. No, you still have the same schedule. You just only make it so, like, it'd be Seahawks, Broncos. And you would have all the rookies. Rookies, first year, third year. Guys trying to make the team. So, that'd be, yeah. You so, know? a roster of maybe 30 guys. Because it wouldn't be 53. You're not about to have five, 50 guys out there running around. You're going to have probably 30 people. Uh, yeah, something like that. I guess that wouldn't be too bad, but no, you'd have more than that. There's not that many vets on this roster. It's not about the vets; it's just about all the rookies. That's no, it'd be more than rookies. Rookies, first year, second year. I'm thinking maximum. and third year, third year. Okay, third year. So maybe you'd be, 40. so you'd be able to play like Shaquille. You know, he's a third year guy. You Shaquille could have him, but no, nah, you don't. But I'm him. saying you could though. Yeah, you could. Demo, Demo's third year. You could play him. Austin Calitro, Shaquille. We're talking about players that you would play. Puna, Rasheem. Uh, Brandon Jackson? No, you can't play him. But yeah, you'd have you still have got LJ well, if he maybe, was uh, healthy. Maybe you send a letter to the NFL about summer league for football and see what they think. No, because they're gonna steal my idea and not give me no credit. Well, so we, I'm gonna say it here, <laughs> so it's on it's on wax. I guess it's not wax, but you know what I mean. Speaking of Puna, he's another guy I'm looking forward to watching. Okay, I'm with you on that too. According to Pro Football Focus, he earned a 90.3 overall grade in the Seahawks defensive four three front. He's a run stuffing DT, but now he has an opportunity with injuries and suspensions. He has an opportunity to maybe show that he can be a pass rusher too. And he's undersized and he's quick. I mean, the dude's 300 plus pounds and he's chasing running backs. 5'11, 310. 310 pound grown men running down running backs. That's no, impressive. I, I like Puna. I wouldn't ever call him undersized at 310. Just height wise. Excuse me. Height wise, he's very undersized. All right. You're not going to see too many D tackles at 5'11". He's probably the only one. Puna Ford, who allegedly made a grown man cry during a game. <laughs> but that's my other guy that I'm looking forward to seeing. I think he's going to I think he's gonna have a great preseason. I mean, I want to see him mean? make someone cry. Jeez, Mike. You remember that, right? Did we talk about that on the show? Unfortunately, yes. Why is that unfortunate? I don't want to see a grown man cry because he got jacked up. Football is one of those sports that I told you, if I get hit hard enough, I might cry. Yesterday, when Javon got killed, sorry to bring this random play up but one of our teammates playing flag got destroyed by another player i might have been crying bro. by a girl i might have been crying because my guy just oh it was bad you didn't want to say that it was a girl that, that knocked him out oh i just said it was a player i wasn't even thinking of that my fault yeah it was a girl yeah, that young lady him out. just rolled him like a lawn chair it was bad yeah yeah she probably broke her nose she's probably also concussed you saw that lump on the side of her face yeah no she she, she looked bad she looked bad after who's, that who's your next guy who did that? I'm, I've actually been agreeing with you so far. So Puna? No, no, no. I'm not going to just steal your ideas here. No, no, no that's, what, that's what the NFL would do. I'm better than the NFL. <laughs> no, uh, I'm yeah. just saying you're in agreement. You agree with it. Yes. Okay. Is in is agreement a word? I was going to add. That. People use that on TV too. I don't think it is. I think you're supposed to say I in agreement. My, I cut myself off. No, I'm with you though. I'm with you. I'm just thinking here. Huh? Okay. I, oh, you know what? I forgot. I f- you know what? JD McKissick. You did mention him. Pr- post-production well okay. you know what or sucks is i, I jinxed the mock game and i'm sorry everyone i jinxed it i was on the radio uh before the mock game started 
I was on with Slickhawk on KJR. He was like, all right. He was like, all right, Mike, give me some guys that you're looking forward to. I was like, yep. Uh, I'll give you one on each side of the ball. And I gave him J.D. McKissick and then Jamar Taylor at a corner. And then I was like, oh, you know, everyone's really here. Just we're excited about DK. Everyone wants to see DK. Well, DK and JD didn't play in the in the mock game. I jinxed it. My bad. So I'm hoping they both play this one. The other thing with JD is, right, and I'm gonna probably write about this this week too. Mike Davis just showed us how valuable that third running back can be in that two minute situation. And really, let's be honest, JD McKissick's skill set is being so underutilized here in Seattle. There's no reason that JD can't be like Seattle's version of um What's my man's name in Chicago? Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen. Or like a Darren Sproles type or, a, you know, who's some other little scat back type? James White in, in New England who was just nasty. Like, there's no reason J.D. can't be used like that. But he's not. You know, in this offense, let's say J.D. makes the team, right? He's their third down back. J.D.'s probably going to average like three touches a game, four touches a game. Nah, man, when you got to do that fast, who can catch and run routes that well, Punt return. who's that explosive, who can also do kick returns. He has a kick return touchdown when he was with the Falcons. Like, I think that was his rookie year, too. There's, I just don't see why you can't get a dude like that involved more often. Like, remember when the run game was just hot boo-boo in uh, 2017? Who had a rushing touchdown that year in a running back group? J.D. McKissick. <laughs> you know, heck, he had a receiving touchdown, too. This is all against the Colts. Like, I really want to see JD just be like spectacular because he's one of those dudes. He's like a starter kind of, so he's gonna play early. But he's also like a dude who you might see him in the fourth quarter just running by, you know, undrafted DBs. Just looking great. Well, I'll stick with running backs. I'm gonna go with Travis Homer. He's looked really good in training camp. His ability to cut, he's elusive, and I think he can get to that. You talked about getting to the second level. I think he has a speed to get to the second level and beat guys. And he has an opportunity to do that. He's competing he, with J.D. too. And he's going to get a lot of reps. I want to see how he does blocking because I'm sure teams are going to blitz. How he's going to protect the quarterback. That's pretty important. Probably not well. Unfortunately. Sorry. I don't. I just, you know what? <laughs> That's messed up. No, I mean, he's a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Rookies usually can't pass block. You got linebackers flying in to come kill your quarterback. You can't whiff on the block. You have to make contact. You have to slow him down. And also catching out the backfield, as you mentioned with J.D. McKissick. If he can catch the ball in the backfield, block, and he shows explosion as he did in training camp, he has a real good chance of making this roster as a third down back. Okay. One more thing on J.D. Third running back, excuse me. Uh, One more thing on J.D. before we move, because I'm going to let you go here and do this. I like J.D. McKissick because one time I was interviewing J.D., and I don't think he had a shirt on. Or maybe he had, like, a tank top on. Either way, he has a Batman tattoo, like the logo Batman, I think, like, on his chest. Kind of like where a chain would hang, like right around there. Oh, wow. After we done with the interview, I was like, hey, man. I was shaking his hands. like, hey, why do you have a Batman tattoo? He looked at me. He's like, because I'm Batman. And then he walked in the locker room. And I was like, all right. J.D. McKissick, Batman. It's all right. Rooting for J.D. <laughs> Even though he didn't want to be in the drag gang no more, that's fine. You know, everyone makes mistakes. But, yeah, he's Batman. That's one of my favorite J.D. stories. He still never explained his Batman tattoo. I mean, I guess he did explain it. I don't know. Should I follow up? I mean, because he's not Batman. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> Mike, you do realize you are not Batman. I mean, I, I feel you, but you realize you're not Batman, right? Like you're not. I don't. So I didn't. That's what I'm saying. The convo was was over. I just, I just, I, I looked. I saved my my notes and my phone from the interview, and I was like, you know, all right, that was it. You Listeners, know, do you think 
JD McKissick is Batman. Let us know. But he's not though. <laughs> Christian Bale is Batman. Or who was the most recent one? Was Ben Affleck? Was no, Batman? Ben Affleck was l- earlier. It was it was Christian Bale, and then no, before Ben Affleck was Batman, I think, because everyone yeah, said it back sucked. in the back in the day. No, back in the day it was George Clooney. I'm not talking about before our time. I'm talking about mid 2000s. It was Affleck, and then it became Christian Bale. No, I think that's I think that's backwards. Let you want to bet your hair on it? But no. I'm not ever betting my hair on anything, ever. Okay, you want to bet your name? You got to take the M off, and you're just Eichel. I'm going to bet my name. No, I'm not Eichel Dugar. <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck was Batman. What year? Hold on. Let's talk about something else while this page loads. Man. Who else is on your list? Shaquem Griffin. There we go. Good segue. Shaquem Griffin is on here because he's switching positions. Now he's going to be more of the edge rusher getting to the quarterback. Got to get to the quarterback now. He has to make plays. Filling gaps, making plays for other players. This is the time for Shaquem to be the star, to go out there. To be a star, huh? Well, yeah, be a star. Be the guy in preseason, make the team. Because right now he's in competition. I mean, there's a lot of good backers on this squad. DN's rushing. There's a lot of talent. He has to really come out here. You have to have a sack of game at the minimum. Wow. Ben Affleck was in some really bad movies. I'm just going through his. Sorry. You I'm haven't just, found Batman yet? No, I did. I was just looking through all the rest of the movies he's been in. So he was Batman in 2017. Really? I haven't yeah, seen man. that one. That's why. Okay. That's yeah, that explains it. it. Apparently, it's the Justice League movie. Oh, that was trash. Batman versus Superman? No, no, no. It just says Justice League. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Neither did I. Okay. See, but wow. he was that. And he was in Batman versus Superman. Terrible. Haven't even seen it. But I heard See? it was awful. See? And he's Batman in that. See? Okay, you win. My See, bad. See, I'm saying I knew I know my Batman stuff. That's why well, when JD said that, I'm like, look how, here, man. You not Batman. Well, how about I end it with this? Is Tyler Lockett a top ten route runner? Come oh, on. you're 0 of three. It's, man, <laughs> these guys don't know nothing. <laughs> but yeah, Shaquem Griffin, man. Who you got next? That's actually I think I'm out. Did I miss anybody? Oh, you know what? Rashad Penny. Not as like a running back. Well, yes, obviously as a running back. Because you want to see he's a running else. back. Well, because I don't think Tyler should play much, and I don't think he will play much because safety. So I think they should have him returning kicks, because that was a big part of when they drafted him That's too. What he was killing at San Diego State. You know what's really funny and looking back how ludicrous this was, or just to show you how fast things change in the NFL. Some of us in the media were thinking that when they drafted Rashad, like he was obviously going to be their starting running back. Duh. We also thought that probably meant that they weren't going to extend Tyler. Or if they did, they were going to try to not pay Tyler until after the season when they could get him for a bargain and take away his special teams duties. And you just, because that's what Rashad did. He was really dynamic at San Diego State as a returner. And just looking now like a year later, it's like, whew, man, that was stupid. I'm glad I never said that out loud. Because, like, for real, that just sounded so, maybe I did. Hopefully no one finds it. But I remember kind of some of us sticking that in the back of their head. Because remember, at the time they drafted Rashad, they hadn't paid Tyler. Tyler didn't get paid until August. So it was like, oh, okay, so maybe they'll take away Tyler's uh, kick return duties and then put this rookie back there. And then, okay, so Tyler's like this number two receiver. Because remember, Doug is still around at the time. It was all these thoughts. But I want to see Rashad at that. Actually, Demo, I want to see there too. I want to see Rashad run back kicks or – Excuse me, kickoffs. And then I want to see Demo do punts. Because remember, Demo had a punt return. And you're talking about David Moore, people. They should know who Demo is, right? Just in case, man. Yeah. I feel like the nicknames. I have a new listener. The nicknames are pretty clearly defined. Demo is, you know, JB is. Actually, there could be Justin Britt on that one. I forgot. But no one calls Justin Britt JB, right? 
Do you? No, I, I just say Brit. Yeah, there's Russ, JB, B-Mac, B-Wags, KJ. Like, everyone's names are pretty. The only one that can get a little mixed up is Shaq. Because there's two of them. Well, no one calls Shaquem Shaq. We all call Shaquille Shaq. So when I say Shaq, yeah, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. All the nicknames are pretty self-explanatory, except for Simeon Thomas being called Bo. I've never asked why his name is Bo. Ask him. Oh, Trey Flowers. They call him Slim. Makes sense. But that's because he's 6'3", 200. That's just straight and up and down. He might not be 200. Now. He's probably, he's listed at 203. I took the three pounds off because I'm not stupid. <laughs> 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 I just took them off. I'm like, yeah, boy, no, t- two. I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. 6'3", that's tall. I'm going to go defense here. You were just running back. I'm going to go nickelback with Hugo Amati. But the crazy thing is during training camp, he's been everywhere. He's played multiple positions, whether it be safety, nickelback. And he's talented. Yeah. But now in the preseason, I wonder where the Seahawks are going to actually just put him. They might have him do first half. He might do nickelback second half. He might drop back and play some safety. I'm just interested to in seeing how he plays. And also just as a young guy, not thinking, just reacting, going out and playing, making mistakes and bouncing back and figuring out. It's okay if you make an error here, but just make sure you learn from it. And I think if he does those things, that's a good sign. And I'm I'm excited to see him. He's also, he's like my height, bro, playing safety. And he is I don't he's know pretty if he's, dope. I don't know if he's that short, but I mean, I mean, he ain't tall. He's, oh, no, he's 5'9". He is not He is not your height, Mike. It says 5'9", 201. I'm reading it right now. And he is 5'8". His birthday Maybe is five, my parents' seven. anniversary. That's a fun fact of the day. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. That don't mean much. I know we, who you got. I don't have any more people, by the way. Well, I'll just finish off my list before we get to Twitter questions. Oh, that's right. We do. We got some questions. Yes. And nice. then I got Nico Thorpe. Man, go ahead. He's been the special teams captain, mm-hmm. but as you mentioned it, I think yeah, I know you mentioned it last year. When are you going to step into that role of cornerback, backup cornerback? Get some. Get out there and make plays. Now is his chance. Coverage skills awareness, and making the right play. We saw in camp, Jazz beat him for a touchdown. Well, now how is he going to do that? How is he going to do against the Denver Broncos? Those are the things I'm looking forward to seeing from Nico. Hopefully he is ready and gets that watch taken care of. I know he said they... Oh, yeah, he plays with a watch on. <laughs> He's like, yeah, bro, they broke my watch. I wanted to say, Nico, man, well, why would you play with your watch on? But I also don't make millions of dollars, and it's all good. Man, there's so much info on this roster. This is crazy. Did you know today is Ethan Posick's birthday? Happy birthday, Posick. Also, he has the same birthday as Shalom Luwani. Oh, happy birthday, Shalom. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. I know, right? There's so much useful info on here. Sorry, I got distracted. I was looking at the birth dates. These guys are young. They're all younger than us. Uh, somebody on here was born in like 98, and it just threw me off. Oh, my gosh. It was somebody you just mentioned, and I was like, 98? Good God. Oh, yes, Travis Homer. Wow. He's a baby. His, he's 20 years old. That is crazy. He can't drink. Well, I don't drink. I feel you, Travis. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's true. Actually, his birthday is on uh, the day of the game. So there's that. Nah, that's a good prize. Oh, excuse me. The seventh. Day before the game. Oh, okay. Dang, he's young, though. He's 20 years old. He's the youngest guy on the roster, I think. Young buck. Yeah, man, that's pretty young. Is that uh, all the guys you had? No, I got two more. Defensive end, linebacker, Jacob Martin. Oh, he I has, like Jacob, man. He has huge goals for himself this year. And what better time now to prove it? getting a little kickstart in the preseason. Get after the quarterback. I know he's great at creating pressures. I think he led the team in pressures and percentages based on snaps because I know he didn't have many snaps, but I know he was getting to the quarterback causing pressures. Now you need to get, turn those into sacks. See, I need to see you actually make plays and your presence in the run game. I think if he does that, 
then his goals will be reached. I think Jacob has a chance to be like a starter by like week two, where it's just like we can't not have Jacob on the field. Well, preseason's where you show it. You go out there and become a monster. Okay, you know what? You're done for the preseason. We get it. You're ready. No, they should play him all preseason. He's one of those guys that he should just get all the reps he can because he was super underutilized last okay. year. I feel you on that. Is underutilized a word? I've used it twice now. Hopefully that's a word. Underutilized? Sounds good to me. I guess you can just hyphenate it. That's why I said it. If like, it's not. Boom. Oh, good. okay. Last one. You know I'm never sure, man. It's all good. Last one. John or Sua. You got, how many receivers you got out here? You just want to hey, see the other receiver? DK, Jazz, and John. I got three of them. Oh, I guess that's only three. It felt like it was five. Sorry, man. I got a lot of got a lot of speed on this list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no deceptive speed. He's looked really good in camp. I mean, we all saw his amazing pivot route. I'm sorry, y'all. We couldn't record it, but the route he did. On, oh, on oh, Akeem. Oh, oh, God. On, it was Thursday, wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember. Man, he did a pivot route. He came inside, stopped on a dime. Akeem went flying towards, he went to the right. It, oh, and then he just came back to the left. It was beautiful. It was one of those that if it was being recorded, at one point, Akeem would have been off the screen. <laughs> like, it was that much space. It was probably like a good seven yards of space yeah. between them at one point. Which, think about that. You start off lined across from someone. You end up seven yards away. That means they put the moves on yeah, you. Yeah, he has really good feet. Good hands. Oh, His man. awareness is great. I like the way he plays. I want to see him explode in the preseason. I want to see him make a big play, make a, have a good catch, a nice touchdown, whatever the case may be. I'm looking forward to seeing John play. No, he needs to eat in this preseason game. I don't care if it's Paxton, Gino, or me and you throwing to him. He needs to eat. Well, he can eat. I believe he can. I don't have much faith because of the quarterbacks. And that's the man. I spent like ten minutes just, 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 just taking a dump all over Geno and Paxton. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not, but I feel bad. It ain't rough throwing the ball. It is what no, it is. No, because that's the other thing. There's just such a big drop off, man. Between what you can do between, about it. Yeah, there is. You can sign Kaepernick. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've Let's go into this. questions because we're just gonna not we're gonna not do it. Well, we do have questions. Kaepernick's still out there though. First one is from at Bertram Dewell. Who? Oh, Man. I know that name. Bertram. Okay. More okay. than, more likely than, Seahawks will try to obtain more pass rushing either from cuts or trade. You think they're gonna get someone else, Mike, out there? Uh, yeah. I think they'll do all that. I think they'll trade for a guy. Do you have a name out there or no? Oh no, I don't. Uh, no, it'll be someone we don't know. I don't think it'll be a big name like Jadavian Clowney or. I'm not gonna pay him. Well, I mean, you wouldn't even have to. You would just have him on the Pick franchise the tag. Yeah, you would just—he's on the tag right now, which I think is like fifteen mil. Okay. And some change for—it's one year guaranteed, fifteen mil. Uh, I don't think they'll do something like that. I mean, they could. They could if they—you know what the scenario is where they do something like that—is if they suffer another injury. Mm. So right now they have—you're probably going to start the year without LJ. Let's say Ziggy's behind as well, and then you have Jaron Reed. Suspended six games, yeah. and let's say another guy is hurt too, like Cassius. I mean, excuse me, let me don't even it. say name. Just say someone else. Gets another hurt. guy gets hurt, then maybe they would like. All right, cool. We just have to go get somebody. We need a pass rush, and then maybe they give up like a second round pick for Jadavian. All right, which would be stupid, but that's fine. Perfect. Ron at Ronye West. He wants to. Know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Does kicking matter? You know the. I know the answer to this. Do you, Mike? No, you know the wrong answer to oh, this. Gosh, man. The answer is no. Whatever, man. Do not kick the ball. Just kick it. If Ron. it's for anything, the only reason I'd let somebody kick is if you're like backed up to your own, like inside your own 
red zone. You know what I mean? Like you're on your own like oh, 17, oh, whatever, punt it, whatever. Right, as soon as you cross the 35, as soon as you cross the 35, your own 35, that is. As soon as you cross your own 35, don't kick. Never kick. People would love to play you in Madden because they know you're just going to go for it and not get it. And that's but see, the thing is, I would tailor my offense to knowing that I'm going for four downs, though. Anyway, Mr. Collins is back. We haven't seen him in a while. That was a terrible question. Who was that, Ronnie? You know kicking don't matter. Don't <laughs> ask me that. You know kicking do not matter. Mr. Collins back. Always ask questions. Thanks for the love, man. He has two questions. They're all defensive questions for us. How do Mingo and Griffin look rushing the passer? That's one. Mingo. Oh, and Sh- and Shaquem. Excuse me, Shaquem Griffin. Sorry about that. Um, Mingo look. He looked really good in the mock game. The thing is, though, he was going up against backup O lineman. I think was it Jordan Simmons over there? No, it was a tackle that he beat. Okay, I think I might have been Jamarco Jones, who's also someone to watch out for. Okay. Uh, he's fighting for a roster spot too. You know, I think. Here's the thing. To keep Mingo around to justify it, it's not that he has to look good. He needs to look substantially better, or significantly better. That's a better word for that. Significantly better than Shaquem, which at this point... Well, here... Okay, I need to rephrase this. They're not playing the same position anymore. Well, actually, I guess they never were. Shaquem is like what Mingo was last year, and now Mingo is just a defensive end. That's it. They're just like, we need defensive ends. So... I think if to justify keeping Mingo, he needs to be significantly better than like Brandon Jackson, Rasheem Green, uh, I guess you know, Jacob Martin, because all these guys are making pennies compared to him, who's not making that much. So it's just like, all right, cool. If we can keep these younger dudes and get them some reps and build them up, you know, why do we need the the older dude? Mingo's not even that old. How old is Mingo? Twenty eight. Nah, really? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I can't find his name on this roster. Oh, he's 28. Yep. Turns 29 in October. It's like, is he better than those guys? Maybe, but is it enough? Like, are you? do you put Mingo out there and then stunt the growth of, like, an LJ or a Rasheem or a Brandon or a Quentin? Because, like, you want those guys to grow because then you have more control over them and you can groom them into being potential studs. You kind of know what Barkevious is going to be at this point in his career. There is a, maybe he just was in a bad position because where was he at Cleveland? Yeah, no, was he, well he got drafted by Cleveland, then he went somewhere else. New England, Patriots. I want to say. Yeah, he went to the Patriots. That's so right. I mean, maybe Seattle's just the right scene for him. But at the same time, last year was underwhelming. So I think so far he's looked fine. But I think it's more important to see what else you have in Rasheem and Brandon and you know Jacob is a. I think Jacob can be really good. So I think he's looked fine. But he's not one of the guys I'm looking at. Griffin, real quick, how's he looking? You think? I haven't seen much from him. And I really, because you can have speed off the edge, but you need more than speed. You need some moves to get to the quarterback, too. Like, Jacob has the combination of speed and some moves. He's really good at hand fighting. Uh, and not to say that Shaquem can't be good at that. I'm, obviously, there's another element to that. But I'm pretty sure he can be good at it, but I have, just haven't seen it yet. I want to see it in a real game. Because Shaquem's also... We talked about Marquise Blair being small. What's Shaquem weigh? Shaquem is listed at 227, which, you know, for a lot, like, conversely, look at Jacob Martin, 242. You know, so it's like that. those 15 pounds make a difference when the guy you're going against is George Fant size, you know, or is DJ Fluker size. So I think 
no one's looked spectacular pass rushing really except for like Jacob Puna uh Cassius I think has looked really good I think it's been only a few standouts but then again they can't hit the quarterback yet all right so there's that there's that too so those are those guys are really fighting for jobs man it's it's so crazy how much these preseason games matter to these guys I guess yeah. maybe your argument for playing vets in the preseason would be a guy like Mingo who's just fighting to just still make be in, a, make be a in the league yeah. well, to be in the league okay because you gotta imagine if he don't make the Seahawks where else would he go you know back to New England maybe no doubt it part two Mr. Collins wants to know how are Shaquille and Trey looking oh Chris I wish you were there today Monday that is Trey had another dropped interception he had another hit him right in the hands hit him right in the hands oh forgive me for laughing but that's just unfortunate but that's the good he's getting his hands on the ball because the receiver didn't catch it he that's was, what matters but you gotta pick it off but I that play you. was really impressive you know what it was it was 7 on 7 and Tyler just took off full speed go Trey ran right with him Russ underthrew it a little bit turned his head Trey turned his head around got both hands on the ball dropped it but Tyler didn't catch it that's which is matters. most important yeah, yeah. It's most important uh, Trey also had a pat. He had a, a, a deflection against Russ on a slant in the end zone against JB. Like Trey is getting his hands on passes. You saw him in the mock game get his hands on on at least one ball. It was the Jazz. Yeah, the ball to Jet Jazz eventually caught, but Trey got his hands on it. Okay. To see Trey get his hands on more passes, that's probably that's the only thing I want Trey working on. Get your hands on more balls, whether you catch them or you knock them down. Like, I wrote a whole thing about it on The Athletic. Like, that's what Trey needs to do. So far, so good. Shaq, so far, so good in this regard. He doesn't get tested much. I think that's a respect thing. Part of it is, like, the teams are working intermediate routes. Seahawks work a lot of that, too. But I've seen Shaq go against DK a lot. Doesn't look outmatched. That's huge. Uh, I've seen Shaq tested deep. Not a lot there. Even this, even when the uh, DBs couldn't do much, you know, in terms of contesting the ball. I'm high on those guys again, Chris. I hope they don't let me down. Okay. I'm high on them both. I really, I really, really am. I think Trey, like, not getting these uh, these interceptions in practice is when it's going to translate to, like, all right, screw this. I'm picking some stuff. I, like, wouldn't it, it wouldn't surprise me if Trey picks off a ball, like, every preseason game or something like that. If he gets the reps. Because I don't okay. think he'll get that many reps. Perfect. Our last question is from Bryce Coots. He asked a question, I believe, last week, maybe two weeks ago as well. He wants to know who has looked the best at free safety and has the battle between Keenan Reynolds, Ursua, Wright. How's that looking, that battle there? And he also shows some love. Great podcast, guys. Appreciate the love, Bryce. Um, Let's see here. Well, the first one was about free safeties. Yeah, he just wants to know. I think Tedrick. Okay, Tedrick. Tedrick. Speaking of dropped interceptions, Tedrick had one today, too. Uh, against Russ, actually, Russ had a really bad day. Monday, actually, yeah, he should have got intercepted by Mar- Marwin Evans too. Really weird. Uh, but I think Tedrick's looked the best because free safety is really about like you're. It's not about just being like fast and getting to the ball because like to be honest, your boy Ugo could be faster than Tedrick. Whatever, we don't know. But can he diagnose what's going on and get there before Tedrick does? That's the thing. And I think Tedrick's still the best at that, which is how he's finding himself around the ball so much. Heck, he intercepted Russ. Were you there that day when he intercepted Russ? He intercepted him like a few, like a week ago. Probably not. If the ball went off DK's hands, boom, right to Tedrick. Like, Tedrick's been making some plays. He can do it. So right now, probably the best. I still think Bradley McDougal is the best free safety on the roster, but 
I if I had to pick Tedrick Ugo, I'm going with Tedrick right now because you got there's so much you got to know on that backhand. It's so much communication and trusting and and reading and reacting, and that that takes a while to learn. I don't really trust a lot of rookies to be really good at that. I'm surprised when they are, like a Derwin James or a, what's the kid from Utah who who blew the um, the Minnesota miracle. Uh, oh, Saints, Marcus Williams. Yes, he was actually really good that year, and then he had that that play. But like, I was really impressive that he was able to do that. Utah puts him out there. They got some good DBs or just good players, like especially on defense. It's crazy. If once they start recruiting good offensive players, Utah might actually win the Pac-12. Go Cougs! I just threw a jab at them. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. And then his last part was the battle at wide receiver between Keenan Reynolds, John Osua, and Terry Wright. Oh, you know what? This is interesting. I'm glad. I'm glad. Who brought this Bryce. up? Bryce. Yep. Shout out to Bryce. I honestly thought Keenan Reynolds would look like worlds better than all of those guys. I did. Because he looked so good last year. If you go read some of our practice reports from last year, around this time, and even like in May and June, Keenan looked better than everybody. Keenan, because that Doug was sitting out then, if you remember. And Keenan was just getting all these reps. Slot, slot, slot. Killing it, killing it, killing it. Now, it doesn't mean he's looked bad necessarily since then, but it looks pretty even. Maybe not as much for Terry, but definitely with John. I think Keenan and John look about even. Even Gary, too, playing a little slot. And then, of course, there's Tyler. And then JB even playing a little inside, too. So I I think it's probably about even right now. This game will mean a lot to Keenan, man. All these games will. He needs to ball out. He needs to look a lot better uh, than John and Terry. So far, he's looked better than Terry. But he needs to look a lot better than John. And so far, I don't think he has. All right. Well... We want to thank you guys for asking questions. The we got good questions today. We always get good questions, man. It's always that's good. true. That's we true. Always get good questions. I feel like we haven't asked for the last couple pods though. That's well, that's because we we was having guests a lot. Too. Yeah, a lot of guests. We had Cliff. The worst thing we can do is say ask questions for the guests, and then Somehow, something goes yeah. on. That's <laughs> that's fair. We, we had, do it the right way. We, we, had, we had some good guests. Yeah, Doug, you know, Cliff was really good. Cliff was actually really fun. Yeah, that was great. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you haven't you know what we're talking about, iTunes, Spreaker, whatever you're listening to. Go and find our Cliff interview. That was really fun. Cliff's got some really good insights, and he's got a lot of job titles. Yes. Well, he's got a lot of titles, not necessarily jobs. (laughs) Where can they follow you, Mike? Well, they already know I'm verified, just not on Instagram, because Instagram (laughs) is hating. I don't know why they're hating. What's the difference in Twitter, Instagram? I should be verified on everything. You don't have 9,000 followers on Instagram? Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. If you get a 1,000, you could get a blue check. What's the thing? I would use my Instagram more for work if it was verified. I, I don't use it for work because it's not. You know, I'm not going to be tweeting that's news. A fair, that's that's a fair like, point. You know, I want to make sure when I say some stuff that, you know, it's got the, the blue check backing me. Some of my coworkers are verified on Instagram. Yeah, I know. Anyway, they know where to follow me. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206. Should we give them an update on Miami? What are we doing? Uh, yes. And we'll also have to tweet this out, too, and everything. Chris and I will actually not be at the game the preseason opener uh will be in miami at a journalist conference shout out to nabj national association of black journalists we'll be back on monday the 12th next monday yep. yeah monday the 12th we'll be back monday the 12th so here's what we need your help and we'll remind us on twitter as well and instagram once i get verified tell us what we missed you know watch the game because i know you guys all are going to watch it tell us what 
we missed. Because we're going to go back and watch the game. We'll get a replay of it. We'll watch. But tell us what we missed. Did DK play well? Did Shaquem look good? All the questions you have that anyone else would probably have, let us know. How did Russ look? You know, did uh, how Rashad Penny look? Does he look faster? You know, Chris Carson still look explosive. All that. Let us know. What did we miss? What do we need to know uh, from the game? I'm going to let you guys put the journalism hats on. Maybe you guys can get verified on Twitter. You know, you never know. I can't promise that. <laughs> I have no connections there. Actually, I do, but not a ton. But, yeah, let us know what we miss with the big plays because we're not even going to – we'll probably be too busy to even watch it, to be honest. Yeah, we're going to be at, at – yeah, it's a lot. Because we'll be in Eastern time anyway, so it'll be like 11, 11 o'clock, o'clock at night. It'll be the second quarter. It's like, ugh, you know. And plus, it's not in our our uh, broadcast network either. That's another we'll be, issue. We'll be on the East Coast. So – let us know what we missed, the big plays, the bad plays, the good, the bad. Did Pete Carroll misuse his timeouts? Did he challenge a pass interference because he's Pete Carroll? All that. I want to know all that. You know, Obviously, I'll do some reading about the game, too, but I want to know from you guys. Tweet us, DM, email. If you got my number, you got Chris's number, text us. Let us know. Help us out. And we will, input, ooh, excuse me, we will implement all of that and when we get back from Miami in our very next podcast. All right, it, that worked. I did it off the top of my head too. That was good. Well, we just we, we rehearsed it. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> to an extent. To an extent. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Yes, sir. All right. South Beach. Let's get it.